Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Agiostos. My name is Bill Dykstra. Today is June 4th, 2019, and we commemorate St. Metrophanes, Archbishop of Byzantium. This may be new information to some, but maybe kind of softball stuff to others. My aim here is to speak to anyone through through the podcast, so I might be going over some details that you may have heard before, other people maybe not. But during the reign of Emperor Constantine, the city of Byzantium was appropriated as the new capital of the Roman Empire. Constantine had renamed it Constantinople after himself. Political power in the Roman Empire had gravitated east, and this is a precipitous element in uh, through the creation of Diocletian's uh, Tetrarchy years prior. And following Diocletian, Constantine's shifting of the capital east is emblematic of this. Though it primarily rose to power in an imperial function, Constantinople was not yet a major ecclesial see, not officially at that point. That would come later after the Council of Chalcedon in 451. What we now call the Byzantine Christian tradition emerged from Constantinople and its surrounding regions. It's why Slavic Catholics sometimes call themselves Greek Catholics, because it's the birthplace of the religious heritage they adopted. Now, let's take a look at the life of St. Metrophanes. His is a story that begins with his father, Domitius. Domitius was the brother to the Roman Emperor Probus. Domitius had converted from paganism in Rome. However, with an upcoming threat of Christian persecution, Domitius, with his two sons, Probus, I guess Probus II, and Metrophanes, fled to Constantinople. Domitius would see his two sons raised to love and serve God. Bishop Titus of Byzantium catechized the boys and ordained their father a presbyter. After the death of Titus, Domitius and his sons, each in succession, became the next three bishops of Constantinople. Metrophanes became bishop in 316. Emperor Constantine, on a visit to Byzantium, he was really wowed by the holiness of Metrophanes and took him with him back to Rome, but returned him to Byzantium when it became the the empire's new capital. Metrophanes lived to see the advent of the First Ecumenical Council, but was much too old to attend. He had lived to be 117 years old. One of the sources I use to find information on saints is the Prologue of Org. It's a Russian Orthodox collection of saint stories for throughout the year. It's kind of like Butler's Lives of the Saints. Yet this one is compiled by Nikolai Nelimirovic in the 1920s. And so I'm about to quote the prologue because it has some content here that, uh, that tells us more about Metrophanes. Quote, When the emperor asked him who he, he wished to name as a, successor, as a successor to the patriarchal throne, Metrophanes named Alexander. We'll stop for a moment. Alexander was the patriarch of Alexandria. You'll remember him in Athanasius's story. So let's continue. Following that, he said to, Ale- following that, he said to Alexander of Alexandria, O oh brother, you will remain my most worthy successor. He then took the hand of Archdeacon Athanasius, later Athanasius the Great and Patriarch of Alexandria, and praised him before all. 
After this prophecy of his successor, Metrophanes sought forgiveness from all, and within ten days had given up his soul to God in the year 325 AD. Now, I'm not certain I understand what's being said here. What it looks like is that Metrophanes, in his old age, mixes up Alexander and Athanasius, and that he feels profusely sorry for having done that. Another thing we can talk about is how Nelimirovic calls Metrophanes' throne a patriarchal one. There are traditions that call Metrophanes the first patriarch of Constantinople. However, this seems to be not the case because it had not risen to prominence yet. Anyways, thank you very much for listening today. This has been your Daily Dose of Agios. St. Metrophanes of Byzantium, pray for us.